Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tiu. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This is Wen Tiu, your host for Mobile Power and Profit. Each week, we discuss the key aspect of the mobile industry with an experienced thought leader. We've been talking a lot in the last few weeks about marketing and getting your app noticed. But today, we're going to focus really on data, content, and partnerships when it comes to really op- operating your mobile business. Our guest today is Wade Brown from Spingo. Spingo specializes in syndicating event content from over 800 media partners with over 100,000 users um, to create an accurate and searchable database. Uh, Wade, so glad to have you with us. Great. Thanks for having me on the show today. As the VP of Operations for Spingo, you must have so much experience working with partners on how they transition from, let's say, the online world or the print world over to mobile. What has been sort of an overarching theme that you see when you work with partners in that transition? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, just to share some background, Spingo started working with a lot of newspapers and media organizations, and they obviously had to make a, a very tough transition to to digital uh, mm-hmm. over the past few years. And now that's been, been kind of reemphasized with the transition to mobile. And so what we've been seeing is that it's they have to really monitor the data and, and see where their users are, are most taking advantage of that. And so when you look across multiple industries beyond media and, and newspapers in particular, you really have to get into the data and see how users are doing. And that's a great thing about mobile and, and digital in general is that there's so much data out there that you can use to evaluate how your audience and, and how your users are using your platform to be able to really drive the, the transition and make sure you're hitting the right points that they want to see and hear. Yeah, so one thing about mobile that everyone keeps talking about is how much data you can get and sort of how much insight that is readily available, whether it's uh, geo-targeting or device data. But sometimes uh, folks are quite overwhelmed by this influx of new data. How do you work with your partners or how, do you, how does Spingo sort of approach getting the right amount of data onto um, their decision-making processes to actually make it helpful? Yeah, that's a that's a fantastic point. You know, there is so much data that it can be overwhelming. And so what we try to focus on is is what are the key metrics that really move the needle? And mm-hmm. we when we talk to our partners about the strategy and using uh, the mobile, you know, side of our platform, it's really about what are they trying to accomplish? What types of users are they trying to reach or who are they speaking to? And when you really get down and drill down into that those aspects, you can really pull out, you know, two or three or, or four you know, key indicators that you can use to, to really tell the story. And so mm-hmm. rather than looking at the whole broad view of, of all the data, you can really drill down into some specific key points uh, that tell the story at a much simpler level, and, and it makes it much more usable. So at Spinco, what are some of your favorite indicators? 
When we look at it, we look at the, the amount of time that people spend engaging with the content. You know, we, we are syndicating event content. Uh, and so it's really important to understand how people are engaging with the content. So where do they click? Uh, what are they, what types of events do they look at? Whether they're, they're interested, are they clicking to buy tickets? Are they, you know, there's all types of different places they can go and ways they can interact with the content. So it's, it's just seeing how they use it, how much time they spend in the data and, and then, you know, really, if they're be able to fulfill what they're looking for when they when they come to to that section of, of the mobile app or the mobile site. So, as you see your engagement um, indicators going up, whether it's um, buying tickets, engaging on one type of content or over the other, how does that affect as VP of operation? How does that data affect sort of what you do next? Yeah. So, from our standpoint, where we're providing a lot of the the resources to partners, and then they're developing some of the the more front end pieces, we, we can start to look at how we, uh, w- what we provide and what we kind of boil to the top as far as the importance when it comes to the content and what's part of it. And so when we see, for example, that people are, are wanting to engage more to ticket links, then we can make those more prominent and make it more uh, easily available to the end users. Or for example, you know, a lot of events have videos tied to them. And so if people really enjoy watching those videos. We see a lot of engagement with events at videos. We can make sure that as we're gathering the event content and getting ready to syndicate that, that we have as much of that available as possible. So really, it, it really comes down to really simple decisions for us when we can see that data and then we say, oh, look, everyone wants more videos. Let's give them more videos. So uh, as a uh, content syndicator working with uh, hundreds of app developers that uses your content and hundreds of publishers that uses your content, how do you sort of guide them through how they should really structure their product um, and how they should use your content so that they can drive engagement for themselves? Our approach is, is definitely partnerships. We really value folks that have a vision and, and we want to work with them together as partners to do that. We don't, we don't look at it as a client service provider. We look at it very strongly as a partnership. It takes, it takes help from both sides. And so we have lots of experience working with different types of developers uh, again, be it mobile or, or front end, you know, web developers, and and really helping them understand what we've seen as far as events, because it, it, it's a it's a unique uh, atmosphere compared to some other online content or mobile content. And so we want to make sure that we use our expertise to share kind of the best practices. We try to build a community around present event content and, yep. and get the most engagement and get the value that they're looking for out of it. What's one of the biggest mistakes you see um, as people go into mobile um, of not customizing their approach depending on the content type? You know, at SpinGo, you guys are real experts in event content. Um, how, what, sort of, what are some big mistakes you see people have done out there as regards to not really specializing their approach given the type of content that they're serving up? You know, this applies to, to both mobile and just content in general is that I think users get overwhelmed uh, if there's too much content. And that's probably the number one thing I see and, and I experience even as a user of, yeah. of different mobile apps is sometimes you don't need to see everything and you don't want to see everything. It just becomes overwhelming, especially on a mobile device. And so yeah. when you're on mobile, you need to kind of, as the developer, you need to bring it to the top and, and you know, the, the best content. You want to display what's the most prominent, what people want to see uh, you know the very most, and so if you overwhelm people, then it leads to to less engagement, and they actually stop using your app altogether because yeah. it's just not useful for them and what they're trying to accomplish. 
Yeah, definitely. It's sort of what you're saying reminds me of that famous Mark Twain quote in which um, I would have written you a shorter letter had I had more time of being able to just pick what's important and what's relevant. Um, But it takes a lot of work. We are running out of time for this segment. We're going to break for commercial, but stay tuned with more mobile power and profit with Wade Brown from Spingo. A lot more about mobile and content. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit. I'm here with Wade Brown, sharing his insights on mobile content and what it really takes to capture your user's attention and really thinking about content on mobile in a very, very different way. Wade, so in the last segment, you talked about one of the biggest mistakes that you've seen um, folks out there um, doing when it comes to content is putting too much out there. How do you sort of approach mobile and knowing how to curate it and edit it down so that it's most effective in the mobile format. I think there's two aspects to that that come to mind. First off is the fact that you have to have a, a, a good way to display the content that you're, you're attempting to display. Sometimes there's not too much content. It's just displayed very poorly. And so people yeah. can't engage with it uh, very well. But then the second piece is definitely that you have to bring that quality content to the top. And that's something we experience as, as you know, a challenge that we've had to work on overcoming because Again, we work pretty exclusively with events, but in you know events, there's we have about 150,000 events a month in our system. But then, how do you say, okay, for for a given market, what are the top 10 events or the top 20 events, and try to to pick those out in a market, say like New York? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very difficult task. And so, 
definitely from our standpoint, what we try to offer and, and, and what I would recommend to people is that they actually invest in the resources uh, that, that are going to bring that content to the top. For us, sometimes it's, it's actually that human element where someone can go in and say, as a user, what would I want to see? And then they can actually make that content the most prevalent and, and what boils to the top. In the last segment, we talked a lot about data and how data can tell you a lot about what your users are interested in. How does SpinGo use data or how have you seen other companies out there use data in regards to knowing how to curate the best content to the top? We, we kind of have a two-step process, and, and I'm sure a lot of uh, other uh, companies have similar processes, but we have what we would say is more automated in, in the sense that we, we develop some algorithms that mm-hmm. can uh, basically dynamically determine what content is, is being accessed the most and what's most popular among the users that are already using the application or using the content. So based on their, their uh, inter- interactions with the content, like we talked about in the last segment, then yeah. we can see, well, this, this event, for example, is much more popular than this event. You know? yeah. um, and so we do that. But then it's also just understanding user feedback. And you know, where SpinGo, where we partner with app developers and, and websites across the country, um, it can be very dif- different what someone wants or what's relevant in L.A. versus New York or another, another area. That's where the partnership comes in for us is, is having yeah. that partnership where we can be in, in contact with people in the local markets and understand what is relevant to you there. So there's, there's the human element and the automated element that, that's happening through uh, you know, the machines you know, running the algorithms to determine what's the most popular. Yeah, with mobile, um, from a tech and operations standpoint, um, it's a fairly new technology, so to speak, in which there aren't overriding standards and things seem to be introduced very rapidly and things seem to be also discontinued very rapidly in the mobile space. So when you think about the types of partnerships that SpinGo has to um acquire and have to make sure that you have the most engaging content and the most relevant and personalized information at the top. How do you sort of think about the partnership landscape? For us, it's about, quite honestly, it's about quality. Um, You know, when we look at partners, you know, we want to look at people that have a quality product or quality offering or a quality idea uh, that we can buy into and and we can partner on that. And mm-hmm. from from their perspective, we hope that what they see in SpinGo is that we're going to provide them the top quality content. You know, one thing we learned, and this is valuable experience we learned working with the news media at, when SpinGo was first founded, mm-hmm. was that whatever you put out there uh, in mobile is a representation of your company or your business or your employees or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And so the content that you publish and distribute is is the key to that. If, if you are, are putting low-quality content, then that's how people are going to view you, and you're really not going to gain adoption. Whereas if you're putting out really high-quality content, things that people can really not only enjoy using but can actually get real use out of, and it's it's dependable, it's reliable, especially if the event content has such a short shelf life, yeah. we want people to see that, hey, this is you can't match the quality of this content, and therefore it's a good representation of my brand. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm thinking about, Coachella's, um, you know, very, very uh, popular event happening right now. Um, Lots of millennials, young people um, that are interacting mostly exclusively on mobile Um, as sort of like one of the premier event content syndicators out there. How do you sort of differentiate or how do you ensure that you reach the millennial audiences? 
Yeah, there's, that's a really great question. And it's something that when you, you talked about change, it's something that does change a lot. Um, when every time there's a, a new app or new social media platform and, and things like that, it, the millennials tend to jump back and forth and they're willing to try new things. So it takes a lot of diligence to keep up on. You know, definitely social media integrations within our mobile offerings is key because they're so, again, millennials, that, that's where they live and breathe on, on mobile is, is whether it's Instagram or WhatsApp or, or any of the other social networks yeah. that they're really engaging in. And, you know, we see a lot that it's less and less, and less Facebook, uh, but, it, and it, you know, they're spending more and more time on Instagram, yeah. things like that. So understanding the differences between those types of platforms as well, where Instagram, you know, it's very image focused. And so how do we, how do we take that and allowing people to upload images and things like that and share those on Instagram is, is really, you know, things like that. We can see those trends and we try to adjust to those. Uh, but again, that, that's always going to be a challenge in business with especially younger generations is that they constantly are willing to try new things. So those early adopters in technology now, and so it's, it just takes a lot of diligence from a product standpoint to make sure that you're keeping up with those trends. Yep. So as heading up um, operations at Spinco, I'm sure you're constantly walking that, um, that balancing trick, making sure that you're not missing out on, on something big, but at the same time, not spending too much resource on something that may not have lasting power. So Wade, as the head of operations, I'm sure you're always walking that fine line between making sure that you are on the most um, up-to-date new thing out there so that you're not missing out on sort of a huge audience shift, but also making sure that you're not um, spending too much resources on things that may not have lasting power. So what are some tips or what are some things that you've learned over the years in assessing if something is worth putting a lot of resources behind? Because in mobile, things are changing so fast. It can be really difficult, especially in today's day and age, because, uh, you know, it's, it's, faster than it was maybe 10 or 15 years ago even, which was fast then, and, and now it's just exponentially more. Uh, yeah. Really, to be honest, we, we take some of our time. We make sure that we have a, a steady amount of research happening no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. People that are really keeping an eye on market, on the market research, and, and just seeing where the trends are. Uh, you know, it, it, we look at it from, you know, if we're allocating our time as a company Probably 90% of it's going to be spent on our core focuses, but then 10%, we always need to stay looking for. We try to stay very innovative. And so what you're speaking to is, is really what we try to stay on top of. And so we'll allocate 10% of our time as a company to make sure that, that we're staying up with those trends. And so we watch, you know, the technology and development trends. We look at, you know, like we just talked about millennials. What are, what, what apps are they downloading today? Yeah. Um, and what things? And, and we really stay really tied into, um, you know, the mobile development world and and following on the trends that are happening there we work with our you know different investors that we know that are that are looking for new mobile platforms to invest in that's mm-hmm. always a really great indication to see kind of where the trends are going because uh, quite quite frankly the venture capitalists are what are what are driving it a lot of times because of where they put their dollars behind so you can kind of watch that and get an idea it's not mm-hmm. always foolproof but you know always staying on top of the research and kind of seeing the trends as, as much as you can is, is probably the biggest key. So in picking up the signals from the venture capitalists where they put their money and the 10% focus that you make sure you always have on innovation, what are some key things that you're really bullish out there that is sort of new in the market right now? We tend to stay fairly focused on, on things that relate to, to events and mm-hmm. what's going on there. So we've seen a lot lately with you know video recording services that people can, you know, take to the event 
and and record and then you know send that out and you know you've seen twitter get into that game a little bit uh recently and, and there's other apps and and so things like that and, and what we're seeing is just the more and more engagement that you can generate uh within an event as, as a, an example is what people really want to see and other users are wanting to see that um it's not just you know the event producer or the mobile app developer who's displaying events it's it's actually user to user you know, looking at what's a, you know, my friend is at this event, let's go see what's happening there. And you can pull it up on a mobile app and say, hey, they're broadcasting live from Coachella. This is pretty cool. And yeah. so there's a lot of things like that out there right now where you can engage in the experience without actually being there. So it sort of sounds like how you think about content with really focusing on user to user aspects that you are really a connector of your audiences. What are some key things that you would suggest um, our listeners out there to really think about and when they think about connecting their users to each other? Yeah, and I think it's going to vary, you know, market to market based on what type of app and and what they're doing. Uh, But I really do think that, you know, as you analyze your users and see, who it is that they're engaging with. I mean, again, we talked about millennials uh, a bit today. You know, millennials definitely are one that you can see the trends of, of what they're working with and, and how they're wanting to engage. And so I think you just have to really watch that. You know, we look at how our, our event content can tie to, to those audiences and really enable an engagement. And how do they do that? By, by sharing and by uh, uploading, you know, user-generated content and things like that. Um, yep. Those are probably the biggest ways that we we kind of help to engage in that. Great. Great insight so far. We'd love um, hearing your very, very um, keen perspective as it relates to events. We have to break for commercials, but we'll be back shortly after this break with more Mobile Power and Profit. Stay tuned for more Mobile Power and Profit after this brief profit timeout. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. 
Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. And welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit. I'm here with Wade Brown from Spinco sharing his insights on mobile content and how to really engage users out there. So, Wade, at Spingo, I think you have such an interesting perspective as a content syndicator in which you're not very uh, married to a single platform or a single product since you work with so many different publishers and app developers out there. From a content syndication standpoint, what are some of the key trends in content that you're seeing that you think is going to be very big? You know, I think there's there's a lot of content that's been around for a long time and is still very popular, but I, I think more and more and this hints back to what we talked about in the last segment, but I think more and more it's, it's really that live uh, experience, uh, whether it's events or something else. You know, you look at a lot of everyone has their, their cameras, they're taking selfies, they're taking their GoPro and yep. t- recording videos, and they're getting that uploaded as quick as they can. And more and more there's, there's engagement within the activities that you're participating in right now and what's going on around you, you know, try to do that. You know, we work with you know, dating apps and, and news apps and entertainment apps. And, and we see things where, you know, from a dating app, you know, maybe somebody wants to say, hey, who else is here that's single? And so you see things like this that, that you can start to tie these people together. And, and, and through mobile apps, it makes it all possible because yeah. everyone's carrying around their cell phone. And so you can really start to engage in the live moment of what you're doing and so the content is whatever that live context is for us it's events uh, but for for other people it could be other types of live experiences that's a great point about when content goes mobile it stops being passive content in which people are just reading it to active content in which they're interacting with it and you talked about your partnerships with dating um, apps and things like what are some of the key trends you think all content in mobile should be sure that they include when it comes to making sure that their content is as interactive as possible on mobile devices. Yeah, I think what we've seen over the last you know, maybe five to 10 years is the, the desire that people have to share their experiences. You know, you look at social media, it's just such a glaring example that 15 years ago, I never cared to, to share my kid's birthday party on Facebook because Facebook didn't exist. And, and I, you know, yeah. Maybe I would email some pictures to my family, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's it that is what you do. You share the experience. If you're at a concert, you take your selfie and you put it up there. And so I think the ability for for user generated content. I know that's been kind of a, a catchphrase yeah. you know, over the last few years and beyond. But user generated content is still key, and and that's what social media is all made up of is user generated content. And yeah. so I would I would recommend to anyone who wants to really have that engaging experience, you have to allow for that user generated content so that they can feel like they're part of the content creation process. That's what people want. They want to be part of that process. And so the more that you give them that ability, the more engagement you're going to get. And would it be fair to say uh, instead of calling it user-generated content, it's user-broadcasted content or maybe two-way, two-way con- uh, content versus just the traditional one-way? 
Absolutely. You know, broadcast, I mean, I think it gives more of a sense of it being live. And I think that's definitely where the trend is headed. It used to be, you know, here's what I did two hours ago. And we thought that that was, you know, really great. Now you can say, here's what I'm doing exactly right now in this moment. And I, I, I think that's a great point that you make. So as, as you think about you, you're partnering with such a wide variety of folks out there um, when it comes to event content. Um, and now it's ever more important that whoever you partner with um, makes the content active and, and interactive and two-way and everything that we talked about before. What are some things that you are doing on your end to make it easier for your partners to be able to do that? Yeah, you know, we try to make sure that content that we're sending out there, one, is, is what's relevant. I mean, we have to always stay on top of what's relevant to make sure that's what people want to engage in. Beyond that, it's really just enabling the ability for people to, you know, for example, we talked about user broadcasted content. How do we how do we help make our, you know, network of partners, how do we help them to do that? And so whether it's providing development resources or the yep. content itself, lending itself more to, you know, posting of videos or, or whatever it may be, you know, live tweet streams or whatever it is, right? There, there's a lot of different examples we could throw out there, but yep. it's it's enabling the content to accept that that broadcasted content from the users. And so we, we take a lot of pride in trying to focus in on what those partners need, how we can make it more scalable through, from a technology standpoint and, and make it the best experience for what those users are looking for. Great, wonderful. Um, we're coming to the close of our Mobile Power and Profit episode. Great talk with Wade Brown from SpinGo, in which we really talked about data, content, and partnerships in mobile, in which content has to be two-way and that it's no longer passive once it goes mobile, that you really have to focus on user-broadcasted content. Next, partners, making sure you pick quality partners that really know how to take advantage of the content you have. And finally, data, ensuring that you are tracking the right indicators of engagement, especially in mobile where everything is so real-time and attention spans are so short, making sure you got that. Wade, it's been so great having you on the show. Any parting thoughts to our listeners before we close out the segment? No, I, I appreciate you having me on the show. And, you know, I just think mobile is such an exciting, you know, area to be in. And, and Spingo is very blessed to, to work with some fantastic partners. And, and we really look forward to, to working with anybody who, who has, you know, a need for, for this content in mobile. We'd love to share our expertise with you. And, and, you know, this is what we really focus on. So thank you very much. Yeah. And is there a, a website or a resource that our listeners can go to with, if they wanted to learn more about Spingo? Sure, absolutely. Our website's just www.spingo.com. That's S-P-I-N-G-O.com. And you can find out lots of information there about what Spingo is and, and what we offer. Great. So thank you so much, Wade, for being on our show. Thank you very much. To all our listeners out there, remember you can find this and more podcast episodes of Mobile Power and Profit in the iTunes stores or going to www.mobilepowerandprofit.com. Tell us what you thought about today's show with hashtag Mobile Rumble MPP. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.